0: Hadesha.
1: And we come from Queens.
0: So can I just say something? Yes. Now I have three things to say, sorry. <laughs> so thing number one is this is our third, fourth attempt at recording this episode?
1: A third, oh, actually, is it the third time today. It's our third time
0: today, <laughs> okay. and it's our fourth time in total trying to record this episode. Yeah. So y'all better love it, like, y'all better love it. Yeah, it better be good. Yeah, and that's why I have three say somethings. My second say something is, um, so today I was in a mood and I really didn't want to record this podcast. Like I just, I didn't want to, because I was in a mood and I didn't feel like I would be coming from a genuine place. But like right before, when I, as soon as I started to turn my computer on, I was like, yeah, let's go. Like, I feel like I, I just turned the switch on. Like I'm ready.
1: It's something ready about
0: podcasts. It's something you. about it. It gives me life and I'm grateful for this opportunity. So thank you all for this platform. I just want to give a shout out to God. Um, <clears throat> from whom all my blessings flow. Oh God! And I want to give a shout out to my mom because without her, my life wouldn't be possible. <laughs> shout out to my low life dad. Nah. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my God. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Um, my third say something. This was actually the real say something. All those others were just impromptu. Oh my gosh
1: My low life dad. <laughs> That's gonna be a hashtag. <laughs> my low life dad. <laughs>
0: My brother's going to see it and show my, my God just died. Oh OMG. Well, I probably shouldn't have went there, but whatever. Um, my last thing, something is a pet peeve of mine. And a pet peeve of mine is when... I just gave a shout out to God, by the way. So this has a lot to do with him. <clears throat> okay. When people credit the universe for doing things, for conspiring to make things happen for them. Mm, okay. When I am a firm believer in God and all things being possible through God and not the universe and I feel like people who use the universe some of them do believe in God not everyone believes in God but some of them do believe in God and it's just very bothersome for me that they would just say I'm grateful that the universe would conspire to make these things happen no no God our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ he's the one who makes it happen so, and is just... this
1: also especially for, like, Christians? Or... Especially
0: for Christians. But yeah. even people who aren't Christian, like, I, it, it bothers me, too, but not as much as it bothers me when it comes from people who are of the same faith.
1: That's interesting. I remember you saying that before maybe the first time we were recording this. Mm-hmm, it was. <clears throat> and I spoke on it, and I don't really feel like speaking on it now, but, like, it's it's been something I've kind of um, mulled over in my brain since, you, since you've brought it up. Okay. But, um... Very interesting. So I also was debating if I was going to um, you do the same, same, can I say something? Or was, if I really was going to try and do something else. But it was, you know, another day, another week in the workplace. And I was like, I think I'm going to address this. And um, this is my, like, little warning. This is, like, TMI. Um, girls, oh women <laughs> don't do these things because we're, like, magical unicorns. And we smell, like, roses and, like, daisies oh all the time boy. or whatever. But I am going there because this is just a little bothersome to me that, you know, I can't speak for the men's bathroom because I don't use it, like, frequently. I have I have had to use it
0: sometimes because, you know, you gotta go and you
1: gotta what's go. What's happening
0: now? Huh? So what's happening now?
1: Oh, I'm rambling. That's what's happening. <laughs> but anyways, I'm speaking as a woman from a woman that uses women's public restroom. And it's just really annoying the amount of women that don't know how to poop in public restrooms and I'm sorry guys that this is TMI but it's just really really annoying I don't understand how people or women can just walk out a stall and not like double check to see if there's still stuff in the Mm. toilet and to make it even more unnecessary like I was I went to use this restroom in a medical facility right and There was a woman who allegedly there had to have been someone who has a uterus and was menstruating and decided to use a tissue to do whatever to do whatever, but they did not have the audacity to throw the tissue in the toilet and flush the toilet. They let the tissue on the floor with no. all yes, with all of the
0: menstruation. Uh, and why, and I'm why, like, why are you doing this right now? Because it's
1: annoying, and this is my can I just say something like women why is it that when it's not your bathroom or your friend's bathroom or your man or your yeah, woman's yeah you just get
0: real nasty yeah
1: you get so disgusting i understand like you can't always hold it till you get home or something like that like i get it but nah, i like, try to
0: hold it till i get home because i don't want nobody talking about me i don't want to be that person smelling the bathroom, smelling up the bathroom like i don't want listen. to be that person Life happens. Life Life happens. Life happens.
1: I'm not judging no one. I'm just saying, like, y'all have to do better. I'm not even saying we, because I'm not a part of that bunch. Y'all have to do better. And Girl Code, which is, like, one of my favorite shows that used to be on MTV or whatever, um, they broke it down on how you can. you know just be a better person when using public bathrooms so this is now i'm not going to say public bathrooms but anyone's bathroom that you don't want to know that you're like a human and like you know your body excretes stuff so the first thing that they said to do is to put tissue in the toilet right Mm -hmm. and that's to prevent streaking (laughs) of the toilet okay okay so the second thing you do is you drop in flush right (laughs) that makes a lot of sense because One, you don't want...
0: One, two, three, boom, flush.
1: Huh? One, two, three, boom, flush. Listen, like, okay, I'm not going to go there, but drop in flush because, one, you don't want it to smell, and if you let it just linger until you're done, it's going to smell. Just Flush the toilet, like, ten times if you have to, but flush immediately, okay? Right. And, um... I can't even remember what two was gonna be about the dropping and flushing. Oh yeah, you don't you just don't want it to linger, like just drop it and whatever, and do that. Um, Then after you do those things, uh, you should double check before you leave the stall because some toilets are a little funny. You have automatic toilets that they're a little too hype, and then maybe they're not that strong or whatever. And the ones that you do yourself, things can still linger because you know some of them you have to like really press hard on the lever or whatever so that it really really flushes. So I think women. I'm a little too confident and just because they hear a flushing sound like I could just walk out the stall like Mm-mm. no I don't understand how you just are that
0: look back at it
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes hashtag look back at it <laughs> too and it's like you know really do it because no one wants to you know peep uh-uh. into a stall and see like a floating corpse just in the toilet. Like
0: that's Yeah, that's that, gross. Yeah. It's so yeah. alarming and
1: it could just you know, that's just not good. I don't need to I don't need to see all this stuff. Like, yeah. you know. Like it's not like baby poop. We're talking about grown people poop yeah. in the toilets. Like mm-hmm.
0: stop. So I'm really over this. Like I'm really over this segment. Cause I can't, I, I, I'm
1: can I'm just about finished. I, want I girl, hope open my mouth
0: like a little that bit that y'all just learned bit.
1: something, and you know, I didn't mean to start this off just disgusting, y'all. Yeah, out, thanks,
0: girl. Appreciate but, it.
1: I had to get this off my chest and you know uh as a society, like better needs to happen. And don't come into my bathroom and believe in streaks and stuff like that on the no. toilet. Like I just I just educated y'all, so no
0: excuses. Pineapples.
1: Um, and that's it.
0: Okay, thanks. Moving on. <sighs> yeah. <clears throat> well, <laughs> Thanks, Monique. No problem. On a lighter note, well, not really a light note, but on another note, <laughs> the topic of the day is mental illness. I just want to talk about why there would be a need for a topic of this magnitude. And obviously, you can weigh in a little bit. I mean, you can weigh in with your thoughts, but this is something that we've discussed that we think it's important to have this conversation because... Especially within the black community, mental illness isn't talked about. It's just really brushed under the rug and I would say it isn't even really recognized as a thing. Like it's just right. You're acting a certain way and that's it. You know, no one really wants to call it for what it is. Call a spade a spade. So yeah.
1: Yeah, and I <clears throat> excuse me, really wanted to talk about this because over the last like I don't know, two, three years. I'll say three three years, I just feel like there's been um, a lot of stories about celebrities struggling with mental Mm. illness, and also uh, I wanted to talk about it just within the black community, and uh, kind of breaking down the black community just within like West Indians, and Even like Spanish culture or whatever, but within like the black community and maybe people of color, it's just really almost pushed off as like a white thing, you know? Like, we don't have those issues like white people. So, I really wanted us to kind of have like a little serious conversation um, about that.
0: Okay, so um, there was an article that I found on WebMD. It just talked about different mental disorders. So, we're going to. Go through the list of mental disorders, and then there are a few that we'll elaborate a little bit more on because of um, either experiences that we've had with the disorder or just interest, level of interest. Yeah. So the first one is anxiety disorders. People with anxiety disorders respond to certain objects or situations with fear and dread, as well as with physical signs of anxiety or panic, such as rapid heartbeat and sweating. An anxiety disorder is diagnosed if the person's response is not appropriate for the situation, <laughs> if the person cannot control the response, or if the anxiety interferes with normal functioning. Now, when I first saw anxiety disorder, I was surprised because I, didn't, I never considered anxiety to be a disorder. I just thought it was just a thing. Like, people get anxious. Like, I get anxious, but I didn't realize that it could be as extreme as, it, as, as people experience it to be.
1: Right. So I really wanted to elaborate on this because I experienced anxiety and, you know, I also didn't really think of it as a big issue. Right. But as <clears throat> I specifically began to fly more often within the last, I guess, like five years, I've noticed definitely my anxiety around flying increase mm. um, to the point where like last year I had to take anti-anxiety medicine just to get through my flights. And um, it was really amazing <laughs> to fly from New York to Florida, which is just like a three hour flight and to not feel anxious uh, taking off and during the flight and landing. Because usually like I can my heart starts racing and like I start like shaking, like I'm shaking my leg or whatever. There was one time where like I started tearing up just like my body's just having this reaction to flying like I'm not I don't feel like I'm afraid of flying I just really like don't like it and maybe I there's fear in it but, mm. like turbulence gets me there's the takeoff I don't like the way things feel like my body and gravity does things and I'm like oh I can't like, I just so whatever so
0: I didn't in- even think about it like I'm just like no, plane, I, there was one time Kadesha was
1: out before the plane like took no, off. No, that's most times. She time, was though. out, <laughs> and I was like, I'm over here losing my mind <laughs> because like the, the plane is starting to taxi and you can feel the speed picking up, and I'm just like, oh, okay, okay, uh,
0: and so Kadesha's like, like All right. snoring. Like, I'm and like, like having, know, that's never been the case for me. We're having my, two
1: completely different experiences
0: sitting but, right next to each other. You know, my mom is very much like you, and I never realized that until. I'm not sure if it was my teenage life or my adult life, but like somewhere not too long ago, and I've been flying for a very long time. Like my mom has taken me on trips since I was at least five, and probably even before then. Right. And like we've been flying, yeah, at least since I was five. And I didn't realize that she gets anxiety from being on a plane as well. She experiences like some similar, um, some some of the similar things that you experience on a plane. I'm just not like. I look out the window and I'm just like no. The when I okay,
1: um time. when I took those pills, I was just like I can tell, I can tell that like my brain was trying to be like panic, panic, panic,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but my body just like couldn't like it was so sedated, and I was just like this is not how most people must feel when flying, but they're just like okay, wow, all right, and I'm just like I'm not. This is the moment I should be freaking out, and I'm just not. And I also have experiences with like social anxiety and anything that's um, emotional, like just anything that's just uh, a little bit out of my emotional spectrum usually sends me for a whirl. Mm. Um, As we kind of semi-recently experienced, like I just I just get overwhelmed and then the anxiety turns into me feeling like I'm going to throw up and like losing my appetite and just like also more shaking and it's just really, really interesting. I haven't been diagnosed as having like anxiety disorder but after like reading this and the physical signs and stuff like that I'm just like uh, yeah it's probably up there Like, I have friends but. who've had like legit panic attacks and it's like immobilized them. I haven't had any experience to warrant that kind of reaction mm-hmm. but yeah I I guess I'm kind of coming to terms where I'm just a pretty anxious person hmm. by default. So, continuing forward, another one we wanted to elaborate on is mood disorders, and these disorders are also called affective disorders, which involve persistent feelings of sadness or periods of feeling overly happy, or fluctuations between extreme happiness to extreme sadness. And the most common mood disorders are depression, bipolar disorder, and that's the one that you're going to say, because I don't like... Psych, psych, what is it?
0: Huh?
1: Are you? Are you reading?
0: reading? Um, I'm, it's blocking that part. Actually, I was reading <laughs> up into that part. Psychopathic? Cyclophimic?
1: Probably so. Right.
0: <clears throat> disorder?
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I wanted you to elaborate first on oh, this one. Okay.
0: So this one hits close to home for me because I know two people who I would say suffer from the mood disorder, especially depression. Mm-hmm. And, well, I can't say especially depression and bipolar um uh, two people in my family who um I just observe uh display these characteristics. The bipolar thing is is something that like I can't seem to wrap my head around. And you know dealing with people with disorder with mood disorders is, is just really a trip because I come from a place where I just believe that you should be able to control everything. You should be able to control your emotions, the way you think, the way you act, the way you react to things. And so interacting with someone so close to me who can't control that is so interesting. And it's, it's just like, oh, huh, like, how do you how do you work through that? How do you work through navigating your relationship with that person? Do you know? Yeah. And then depression is another thing where it's just like, you're up today, so I'm going to be up with you tomorrow you're down but i gotta try to be up because that's just the right thing to do even no matter how you're treating me and it's also it also comes from not comes from but you also it also comes with um you have to understand that this person's mood has nothing to do with you yes And that's something that I really have had to learn because I'm just like, why are you treating me like that? Like, why are you (laughs) acting like that towards me? And Kadesha has nothing to do with you. Mm -hmm. It has everything to do with the narrative that this person has written for themselves and all that is going on in their head. Nothing to do with you. It's all about them. So mood disorders are a trip. Like, whew.
1: Yeah, and I also, I uh, have had a friend um have a friend that has been diagnosed with uh bipolar disorder within the last year. And it actually like brought me a sense of relief because it like made me understand our friendship that a lot of the things that they were experiencing and I experienced secondhand through them or also just because of how they were reacting to things, um, it just was this disorder like they their reactions to some things was just completely irrational to me and I just couldn't understand the leaps um and the conclusions that they were coming to right and it's just very it was frustrating yeah um trying to like ration with them and just try to understand because they're taking uh, one thing that happened to them, like you know, maybe someone doesn't return their phone call, and they will just flip it to like, "No one loves me. Everyone hates me. I'm right. such an awful yep. person." And mm-hmm. you're just like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! What if that person? How did we get here? Yeah, what if that person, you know, just lost their phone? What if their phone died or something? Right. Like, it's it's really not. I'm sure it's not all of that. And and if you feel like this person doesn't like you you can definitely confront them and say like, Hey, did I do something? Is there something like I missed? But right. that, that person would just be like, no, screw them. I don't need them in my life. And you're just like, wow. You know, yeah. and it just, it, it was, like I said, difficult, uh, trying to help that friend with these type of moments with, with those things. And um, they also were battling with depression um I've had my yeah, I feel own like
0: they they go hand in hand. Yeah,
1: right? They yeah. kind of do go hand in hand. I've had my own uh experience with depression which um I guess I haven't spoken too candidly about cuz I wasn't I also wasn't actually diagnosed by a doctor as being depressed but like you know you see things on the internet and it's like 10 signs to know you're depressed and I was like, "Well, damn, I had like 8 of them at that point in my life." And I was like, "Well, I guess, you know, I guess I was on that depression spectrum." And uh, that's also something I want to talk about. Like, it, I think there's a spectrum to depression. I think when we use the word, it just it's so loaded that people mm-hmm. just think, like, you want to uh, self-harm. And that's not necessarily the case of depression. It's just, it's definitely a spectrum.
0: I think there's a spectrum with all of these. Yeah, I think you know? you're right. Mm-hmm. Everyone
1: is a spectrum. It's not just definitive. So, with with what you were saying and in... And, um, the individual that's depressed and it just kind of like not being about you Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: that's that's something um I guess maybe the people around me had to deal with but I just like shut myself off at that time like I I just remember like doing a lot of sleeping like I wasn't really socializing I just would sleep, like, in my bed and sleep, like, on the couch and take, like, naps on the floor. I just really didn't want to, like, face the days or something yeah, like that. Mm-hmm. So it was really – and that really came from just, like, post-college life and just trying and you're seeing your – um classmates or whatever getting jobs and stuff and like internships or just having opportunities and you're just like i'm qualified like i can read write and speak english and i can do all these things that i you know just got a degree for and pay like a whole crap of money that i actually oh i didn't it's not even mine um and i can't understand this like i'm a good person and like i could get interviews but like no one thinks I'm worthy enough for a yeah, job. crazy. And crazy. it was just like, kind of like that, just sent in the spiral, and just, you know, kind of being in some opportunities that you think were promising, and then they really weren't. Mm. And I, the way I got out of depression was just like, I was introduced to a meditation challenge, an online meditation challenge, and in doing that, I also physically got out of my environment by going to California to an animation convention, which was good. And between those two experiences I was just like I don't want to feel like this anymore like I just don't want to and -hmm. what do I have to do to like not feel like this anymore so I just push myself creatively um, creatively a lot however you say that
0: creatively
1: creatively i'm like i feel the west creatively, indian in me that's what's that's, happening
0: that's exactly what i was saying i'm like but girl you were born here raised here, yeah like, but you know you, you know like trinity people accent, west indian like people they be they be emphasizing so... all sorts of
1: parts of the words no, it's and I'm just no like, true it's true i just get getting confused
0: <laughs> creatively i'm like gay okay?
1: and i'm just like how does how do you creatively? say it creatively <laughs> like how do you say it
0: like you're looking for parks <laughs> Oh, <laughs> um,
1: man, it's, it's hard. And, you know, I haven't even been, like, besides my mom, I haven't I even, what? <laughs> Nothing. No, I didn't hear you, so I guess I'm going to hear this when I edit it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. um, I was just saying, like, I haven't even been around West Indian people like that in a while. Like, outside of my
0: mom, like, I haven't. That's why I'm confused. Like, I don't even understand where this is coming from.
1: <laughs> this is just my life, man. I just... I'm just a mixed-up person. Maybe you
0: just talk too much to your mom. Maybe you guys just spend too much time talking together.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Who am I going to talk to if I don't talk
0: to my mom? Kadesha. It's like, okay. you can't talk all the time. Like you <laughs> like, have, doing, um, like jobs.
1: But no. anyways, uh, yeah, pushing myself in terms of artwork. I'm not saying <laughs> that word again.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and that helped. And okay. uh, you can do the next one.
0: Uh, Oh, wait, I just wanted to touch on what you said before. Um, It's interesting what you said about the sleep thing, because I remember, um, like, when I first started this job, and I was really, like, I couldn't handle it. It was just a lot. Remember I told you I would, like, sleep my weekends through? Yeah. And you were like, that seems like slight depression. And it very well could have been, because, like, I, I mean, I'm still not the happiest. I I mean, I'm not, but I was very unhappy, Mm -hmm. like... Contemplated getting hit by a car one day before going to work because that's <laughs> where so you would be wouldn't have to just, go. That would be better than going to work.
1: <clears throat> that's rough.
0: My lessons were planned, so I was like, Thank God they would have something to do. Like, it was just <laughs> cray cray. Oh, anyway, um, moving on,
1: yeah, no, it's real. It's just like sleeping just to avoid,
0: yeah, and that's what it was. On, yeah, right. It was just like, Okay, put my covers back. And I don't have to worry about anything. And then, as soon as I pull them off and I look at the clock, damn, I gotta move because time is ticking. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, number three is psychotic disorders. Psychotic disorders involve distorted awareness and thinking. Mm, And, sorry. No, it's okay. I don't know much about psychotic disorders. I don't have much. Yeah, I think
1: actually, when I hear that, I think a little of schizophrenia, maybe.
0: But I, um, That can play into depression, too, with, with distorted thinking. Yeah. yeah. I mean,
1: it makes sense that these things would overlap with one right. another. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, The next one we have is eating disorders. And they involve extreme emotions, attitudes, and behaviors involving weight and food.
0: Uh, Eating disorders for me, like, I honestly think that there was a point in my life where I could have been on the path to having an eating disorder. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a very long time, I, I was obsessed with my weight. And they came up with time there was a there was a large amount of time where I thought I was fat, and i've never in my life ever been fat like it's not it's not my makeup, my body makeup, but uh, i've always had a big stomach, <laughs> and so i um that was an issue for me and i don't know something it was something about me looking in the mirror at myself i didn't see what everyone else saw. I thought I was bigger than what I was, so I felt like I had to eat salads all the time or like starve myself and not eat. If I was hungry, like, no, you can't eat because you're trying to lose weight.
1: You no, know, that actually does sound like an
0: eating disorder. Yeah, but like, I I was never consistent.
1: Like, so. You weren't
0: consistent enough to be? <laughs> right, <laughs> to, to really be classified as someone who has an eating disorder.
1: Oh, uh, well, I mean, if you are not eating, though, so that your body can get to this idea you have of how it should be, yeah like that that is quite alarming
0: right yeah but at least you're past that definitely past i'm trying to put on weight now like (laughs) oh um oh one is me right huh yes the next one is me yeah impulse control and addiction disorders people with impulse control are unable to resist urges or impulses to to perform acts that could be harmful to themselves or others
1: and then we have personality disorders. Um, People with personality disorders have extreme and inflexible personality traits that are distressing to the person and or cause problems in work, school, or social relationships. In addition, the person's patterns of thinking and behavior significantly differ from the expectations of society. And they're so rigid that they interfere with the person's normal functions. Examples include antisocial personality disorder, obsessive compulsive personality disorder, and paranoid personality disorder. And I personally feel like this coincides with, like,
0: bipolar. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mood disorders, yeah. Yeah, yeah and that, like how they, they... said
1: um, the person's thinking or behavior significantly mm-hmm. differs from the expectations yep. of society. Yep. And I'm like, that sounds exactly like what my friend was experiencing. Yep.
0: And uh what the two people who I know experience like one of the person one of the people who I'm referencing, you know, like if you sit down and have a conversation with this person, some of their ideas are like, What? Yeah. Like it's just like I don't I don't there's logic in their mind and there is some logic on, on the other end too, but at the same time it's just like, but how did you come to this conclusion? Right. So very interesting how this closely parallels with the mood disorders yeah yeah disorders Uh oh i'm next right mm-hmm. um obsessive compulsive disorder people with ocd are plagued by constant thoughts or fears that cause them to perform certain rituals or routines now i never thought ocd was again like could be this extreme and it's it's primarily because the term is used so loosely. Oh, I have yeah. OCD, I have OCD. And, like, I just always thought of it to be what people portray it, to be like, oh, I'm a germaphobe, so I have a slight case of OCD. But I didn't realize that this is something that people, like, truly suffer from. hmm
1: And I remember this customer at the movie theater I used to work at, he, um, like, when entering or exiting, the actual like movie theater, not the facility, but the actual theater where a movie was being played. Like he had to, when he was coming out, he would like kind of like do this kneeling thing where he had to kneel down like on one knee and then stand up and then like walk a little bit and then like kneel down again and both knees. Like he had like these weird things. I think when he was going into the theater for the first time, he had to like touch the door with like a finger or something a couple mm. times and, like, touch different points on the door. If he was going through the glass doors, he would, like, go in and out of the glass doors and just, like, dude, would you go and watch your movie? Like, wow. you know? But, yeah. um, that's that's my experience. Of course, like you said, there's a lot of people that just, like, I have OCD because, like, I like to make sure everything's neat or clean. And then right. you're not really sure, like, if they're just saying that or if it's, like, right. for real, they really are constantly always organizing. And most times it's
0: probably just them saying it and them also not realizing how serious that right. is.
1: So the last one we have is post-traumatic stress disorder. PTSD is a condition that can develop following a traumatic and or terrifying event, such as sexual or physical assault, the unexpected death of a loved one, or a natural disaster. People with PTSD often have lasting and frightening thoughts and memories of the event and tend to be emotionally numb. Um, So when... This came up on the list. I immediately thought of some rapper on, I feel like it was, um, Sway in the Morning. I feel like it was Meek Mill that was saying this, but I could be wrong. Maybe it was Meek Mill and he wasn't on Sway, or maybe it was someone on Sway and it wasn't Meek Mill. But anyways, I think it was Meek Mill and he was just talking about, like, how kids in the hood specifically you know like kids and teenagers and people in the hood suffer from PTSD from like all the things all the violence that that happens in there from domestic violence from just like you know street gang and just like police and like all these different things that they're experiencing that these are individuals with PTSD and then there's nothing not I I shouldn't say that there's not there's nothing there I don't know but there isn't maybe enough resources to help them through these things that they're experiencing in their like daily lives mm. and i've just never thought of like people be- from the hood as having ptsd because it's right. always associated with like victims of physical or sexual assault or like soldiers you don't even think of just like regular american or yeah. whoever civilians regular civilians that live in a poverty area or a poverty mm-hmm. neighborhood and just the things that they go through being a stressful, like, <clears throat> this this level of stress for them. Yeah, well, That yeah. was really interesting for me. I wish yeah. I could find the link to the video. Like, I had just, like, oh, I know is this was a black male rapper, and he was just, like, preaching. And I'm like, I can't. How do I search this?
0: That's
1: um, crazy. Yeah, I thought that was pretty powerful. But it
0: takes a different mindset for him to recognize something like that, because if you grow up in the hood, and this is all you see, this is what you're accustomed to, so you wouldn't give a name to it.
1: Yeah, and I I... It's a. I guess you can say it's a different mindset, but it's also finally being removed from the environment, Right. and you realize that exactly. this is not normal. Like this right. is crazy. This is like mm-hmm. what happens in my hood, on my blog, or whatever. Like
0: it's not okay. It's that not, it, is not okay. You, I should, that anyone should have to endure on a regular and just and see you get it out of the environment
1: and you're still like kind of being as defensive as right. you were when you were there. Yeah, and you're like and you're, you're still so affected.
0: It, it plays into your psyche.
1: Yeah. I mean, it really, really does. Mm -hmm. I'm sure, like, we can think of just, like, maybe certain experiences in our life that were not favorable. I'm not saying that they were so traumatic as to give us PTSD, but they were just not good. And Mm -hmm. you kind of reacted for a while based off of that one experience. You know, like, I've had someone follow me home once, so I was constantly watching my back. And this person wasn't even necessarily a threat. Like, I know that individual that individual actually has mental illness um but they've never followed me home before so that was alarming but of course in the daytime I in those specific months afterwards I was constantly watching all around me anytime like I was like walking home I Mm. still do for different reasons but just Mm -hmm. like that experience I was like what I have to like you know, do these things. So I'm just I'm just saying that's like mild compared to what people in the hood or whatever is experiencing all the time. Right. But yeah. So like I said, I also wanted to talk about just like some celebrities that were dealing with this because it's always shocking when you hear a celebrity like um, harms themselves, right? And like takes their life because you think, oh, well, they have so much money and they should be happy because, like, you know, mm-hmm. they can have anything they want. And it's just like not usually the case. Right. So, one person <clears throat> that I remember being really, really surprised about that um, I learned a politically correct way to say it's like they died by suicide um, was Lee Thompson Young, who was known to us in this age group as the famous Jed Jackson. And he died from a self-inflicted gunshot wound back in 2013. And um, his mom said that in his late teenage years, he was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. And says that she noticed some periods of sadness, but it seemed to have stabilized pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. So that's also why um, his his death was, like, a complete surprise to her. Because she thought, like, he was doing much better.
0: And, you know, it, I mean, obviously I wasn't there, I don't know the story. But it could have just been an instant where he was just like... I don't want to do this. Like, right in that moment, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, and if we think
1: about some of the stuff we're saying, where it's never, like, it seems like a lot of these um, illnesses coincide with one another, that it was bipolar. Like you're saying, it could have just been, like, an overreaction to a thing Mm -hmm. where he was just
0: like, that's it. Right, nothing ongoing, just that moment. I don't want to do this anymore.
1: Um, The next celebrity, which was, like, completely heartbreaking for us also, was Robin Williams. Yeah. And they said that he had a form of dementia that can cause hallucinations, um, but he, and that he also suffered from chronic depression and was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease also in 2013, and he died by suicide by hanging. So that is, like, also, like, scary for me to think of someone just, like, hanging themselves, yeah. and just, I mean, I can't even put myself in that psyche, Um, And then, you know, Robin Williams was a comedian, and no one usually thinks of comedians as being depressed or sadness because, you know, they're always making other people laugh and whatnot.
0: So they appear to be happy.
1: Exactly. And I don't Mm -hmm. know, definitely could not have seen that one coming. Um, Another man, which I kind of put in here quickly, but I didn't actually look him up too much and like what was around him, but Don Cornelius, which was the host of Soul Train. Um, that was like a, that just seemed really random. Cause I feel like no one was really thinking about him. He just came up in the news. that so like he, yeah, he died by right. suicide and you're like, wait, what?
0: Right. You
1: hosted Soul Train. Like what is, right. why, like, isn't life great? Like, I don't know. Aren't you always on the Soul Train <laughs> line? I don't know. Um, and then lastly, this was unfortunately the only woman that I have on here. Cause also I felt like some of the other women that I knew of, uh, they weren't as well known as this woman, um, to broader people like they were known within the natural hair community and maybe like natural hair social yeah social media and stuff but this was um miss jesse's tt branch she died by suicide in december 2014 and her family has been really really tight knit so there's no real details on like
0: i think that's good
1: yeah yeah that's good for terms of like exploitation um i feel like I haven't even really heard them say much about it, though. Like, they don't nope. say that she was sad or they don't say, like, nope. anything about it. And I kind of think the lack of that dialogue is important, though. Like,
0: I, I, Yeah, I get I get where you're coming from, but at the same time. Oh,
1: just not, like, I wouldn't be like, oh, no, you have to talk about this because, right. it's like, you know, you owe it to girls or something. We need to like
0: know, that. right. Yeah,
1: but I, I think there really should be more of discussion about, like, well, obviously like black people black women black men and mental illness and sadness and depression because yeah that, that i mean that's what's like taking us out mm-hmm. you know and <clears throat> yeah. you we've seen us natural hair girls seeing miss jesse's like almost not almost but basically like rise right and we love getting their free samples and yeah. things like that and you it just seemed like this would be the last person you think of because, like, you're well-known, but you're not super famous to the point where you can't, like, live your life. Right. But, like, you still have that uh, famous, like, celebrity status within this niche community. Right. And it just almost seemed like there should be such a balance there that you should, one should be happy, right? Your brand isn't, like, Target and stuff like that or whatever. Like, you guys are just, like, plastered think, up in places.
0: <clears throat> um, I think with all these people, though, it's just... uh it, it comes as a shock for all, for all of them because you, as an outsider looking in, you're just like, "Wow, you have it all going for yourself! Like, what's the problem?" Exactly, and and that's the issue with it. It's just like everyone, everyone has this idea of you and who you are, but no one truly knows like what you deal with on a basis. But then day you could
1: think of like us, right? Like just. Us little nobody, right? I was from, speaking from about Queens, me right? as well
0: and saying that, yeah. And,
1: like, we'll be sad in our moments and not even know that the other person is sad, really, or anything. And people right. think, well, damn, she just got this new job. She has her car. Right. She's doing this. Right. She's seeing this Girl. person. She's, like, right. out here on Snapchat and Instagram. Why is she sad? What is she sad about? Like you. And know? that's
0: what I was going to say, too, because, like, I've encountered, like, quite a few people who have this this image of me. And it's like, oh my gosh, yeah, you have all these great things going for yourself. You're doing this, you're doing that, you have this, you have that. Oh my gosh, I'm so proud of you. I even have a friend who's like much older than I am. And she always says, like, I wanna be just like you when I grow up. And I'm just like, No, you like, no, you don't. Not that I'm unhappy with my life like entirely. I just hate everything that I'm doing. But it's just like I have struggles, like I have my moments, I have like I'm not I'm not perfect and I'm not on the up and up all the time and things aren't as great as I would like them to be. Right. It's just it's just for me it's just so very interesting how people can paint a picture of you and have absolutely no idea mm-hmm. what's really going on
1: so I also found like these two articles I'm just gonna I I did uh, a snippet of it right these two articles basically talk about the strong black man and strong black women woman identity and how that can be paralyzing to us as um dealing with depression sadness mental illness and like you know, those emotions that don't coincide with being strong and independent. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to link it. I'm not going to say too much about it. But the one article about uh, black women's health they said that black women who go to therapy or admit that they are struggling often are often regarded as weak, crazy, or self-pitying mm. for not stoically shouldering the burden of their families or and communities. And in order to mm. better address the problem of mental health, we must stop shaming black women for not being strong or perfect. Like black women can experience depression because human beings experience depression.
0: And I think that's good because <clears throat> It's so important to recognize that black women are strong and it's expected that we be strong, especially because there are a lot of like single black women who just hold down the household completely, have children, have to, you know, run here, run there, do this, do that. And it's just like they have the weight of the world on their shoulders. But you got to keep going, girl. Keep running. Don't stop. Don't look back. No, you can't stop to cry. And if you do, just like close the door so no one sees you. Yeah, exactly.
1: Because if anyone sees you cry, they're gonna be like, "Damn, well she she ain't even dealing with that much, if she's crying over it." Right. You know exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah. Like, but like we said, like we've said before, like it's okay to cry. But that's the problem that it's that it's not it's okay. okay to it's cry. okay for
1: everybody to cry. Not even right. like black women, black right. men, no, no, Asian men, Asian women, Spanish, right, white.
0: But I mean, even especially men because black men. I mean, not. Men in general, it's it's not deemed okay for them to cry in right. society in general, you know? It's like, well, you weak. But I personally, like, I like to see a guy cry. I'm it tugs at my heartstrings. Not,
1: to be honest, like, maybe in movies, that's one thing. But a man, like, legit crying in front of me, like, I'm going to end up crying with you. <laughs> because I'm not going to know... What the hell to do but to cry with you? Like I'm gonna yeah, like. I don't wanna, know what to
0: do either. I'm gonna want to hug you and like shrinks. hold
1: you, but I'm gonna be yeah. like, like what the hell? Like this is like a yeah. giant like I vulnerable know. thing right now. I don't yeah. know what to do with this. Yeah. So like I mean. The day that I see a man crying it's not because his his soon to be wife is walking down the aisle. Like that's gonna be very, very oh, real for me. Oh,
0: I've never seen that. What? Okay, that's not what we're talking about. Sorry. You just got me all of my feelings. Okay. Um so get, <laughs> I'm getting married, guys. Getting I back on see track. That.
1: <laughs> getting back on track. Um the other article I found it was off of B T dot com and it was just talking about like why, um, we must talk about black men and mental health. And they said that according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, that suicide is the third causing death among African-American mm. males between the ages of 15 and 14, behind homicides and accidents. And while suicide rates among black men are lower than white their white counterparts, their rates have gone up dramatically within the mm. years.
0: So, um, so I huh? Sorry, you can go ahead.
1: No, I was just saying that I am putting the links to all this stuff in the podcast post, and it's okay. definitely, definitely worth checking out.
0: Um, yeah so I want to talk about black men and like mental health because I find that every other I don't even honestly I don't even really watch the news anymore but when I was watching the news I found that every single time I turned it on even now every single time I turn the news on there's like a story about a young black man who has robbed someone who has stolen from someone who has raped someone who has attacked someone in some way some shape or form either one or a group of them whatever who, who They've done something. And initially, like, when I would see it in the news, I was just like, damn, like, why can't we get it together? Why do we always have to mess up? Why do you guys continue to give us a reason for them to point the finger at us? That was my thoughts back then. But more recently, I guess, because I'm having this experience with um, someone with depression, I, my my thinking around all these attacks has has shifted. And I'm thinking, something's not right. Like, I was watching the news The same week that we initially recorded this podcast, Mm -hmm. I was watching the news, and there was a kid, he was probably, like, maybe, like, late teens or something, and I can't remember what the attack was, but I think he, like, attacked the elderly person or something. He did something, and um, he was going to jail for whatever it is that he did, and I remember just thinking, something's not right. Like, just looking at his face, um, looking at his reaction to the fact that he was going to jail. Right it was just like unfazed. and i don't think that i don't think that it was just like i did it and that's it no i think something's genuinely not okay with him there is a reason why he did it and it may very well may not have anything to do with the person who he did it to but it, it probably had everything to do with his mental his mental is not right it's something out of whack and it has never been addressed and it could be uh like what you talked about the ps whatever psd ptsd <laughs> He could have grown up in the hood and seen something, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that could have um, very well played into his psyche and just um, dictated the way that he acts moving forward. It very well couldn't have been that. But there was something wrong. And I think that's the issue. That's why there's so many crimes being committed because there's something wrong. Yeah. Like there's something wrong with these people who are committing these crimes. People don't just wake up in the morning and say, I'm going to shoot somebody today. Like, no, there's something wrong. Wow. So oh. I, that's just I don't know. That's just something I've been really thinking about a lot lately.
1: Yeah, no, that's valid. Um. So also, <clears throat> what's gonna be in the blog post are some resources for people suffering for men- um suffering from mental illnesses. Mm. Um. I have uh, Black Girl Smile Inc. There's Mental Health of that's America.
0: Friendly. Huh. That's friendly. Yeah, there's black actually like
1: a Black men's Smile thing too. Um, I that's might nice. try and search that out and add it. Um, The Cancer, listen to me, what am I saying? The Center for Disease and Control, I have a link for that. And there's also a National Alliance on Mental Illness. And that site seems like really, really good. It goes into race and gender and sexuality. It's like so multifaceted within just the mental illness thing. So I thought that was really great. Hmm. And like I said, that's all going to be in the blog post. Cool. And um, lastly, I have a quote. Right? <clears throat> and it's by Glenn Close. Oh, man, I, can't, I feel like I can't speak
0: today. Today, I don't know what's happening. That's I know, okay. I
1: mean, listen, but we. It's
0: all right. It's all right. We got That's this right. We, we That's did right. this, That's right? Okay, girl. That's so, okay. the
1: quote <laughs> It is an odd paradox that a society which can now speak openly and unbashedly about topics that were once unspeakable still remains largely silent when it comes to mental illness. That's mm-hmm. by Glenn Close.
0: So poetic, that is a great quote poetic we usually don't i want to unpack that quote a little bit but i was thinking that but get. i was like
1: no but sure you want to unpack it go go for it
0: um i i really love this quote this is my first time reading it like as you were as you were reading it um i think i think that's so good because we do live in a society where we can talk about every Everything. single thing under the moon like we talk about everything but why can't we talk about this the things that are really relevant and important like this is like we would talk about oh that person's
1: gay this person sleep with that person baby daddy baby mama
0: but this like talking about this could potentially save lives
1: oh of course
0: not how many lives like it it will first
1: off people wouldn't be feeling so alone right in what they're dealing with or like what they're struggling with
0: Hmm. and there's just so much
1: comfort in just like oh well me too like you know right
0: exactly there is a lot of comfort in the me too you oh you too okay so let's talk
1: yeah and just like wow i'm so happy i don't feel like the only one anymore right
0: yeah so that's that okay um so finally you can connect with us on our website we come from you can send us questions that you would like us to answer during an episode. yeah' all don't, I mean, I said this before, y'all don't send us questions. What's that about?
1: It's cool. We're going to keep saying y'all can send us questions and we'll just keep not getting any questions. And you know what? That hasn't <laughs> stopped us from recording an episode, now has it?
0: True. But y'all still <laughs> listening though. We appreciate the fact that you guys do listen. Yeah,
1: we appreciate the fact that you guys listen and that you guys engage with us on Instagram and text us right. things and stuff like that. Right.
0: Oh. And nobody has been texting me as of lately. I used to get text messages, but Monique gets all the text messages, so... I
1: actually haven't um, been getting text messages yeah. lately, either, because, like, our topics are too heavy or weighted. We're not funny enough.
0: Well, we've been on break.
1: Well, that's true. We also have been on break. Um, yeah. But what's so exciting is that we do have some great things coming up soon.
0: Girl, love. wait. friends. Guys, like, the next episode is going to be everything. Y'all ready? Wait, is it the oh, next episode or is it the next,
1: next episode?
0: It's the next episode. What? Yes. Wow. Hallelujah. you better stay tuned no, this is, this is, anyway let me wrap up so fast i know let me wrap up okay um yeah so you can send us questions via email via text as you do via instagram whatever you need to do slide up in a dm's foreshadow ah, as always we love hearing from you Bye. thanks for listening ciao it's been fun